So mediocre. Not good. Should we try it again? <laughs> no, no, oh, okay. you don't get a second. Why you don't get a second. Fair, fair. Oh. No. What a bummer. Hi, welcome fair, to Riggles. I just sneaked the second one in. You didn't even know. <laughs> I'm Sarah Tiana. I'm Chris Brockman. <laughs> Filling in for Rob Riggle today, who is off in Greece doing Greek things. The show is so much more handsome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to start it off like and that. And less successful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but mm. you you know. I, I write it to you in notes set you up. on the refrigerator. Remember, you're less successful. Like that? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> They're all over my bathroom mirror. <laughs> it's what like I, the opposite of a, uh, what are those called? Like a, what are those walls? Gary, what are those walls called? I'm sure you have one. The vision boards? <laughs> vision <laughs> boards. Like inspiration notes? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Uninspirational board. In is every like... shoebox, there's all these things like, remember to suck today. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I know, it's, our, it's so ridiculous to remind you. It's not like you need to be reminded. No, that's true. <laughs> I'm just glad I hadn't, hadn't hurt myself today. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know where Wriggle is. I mean, Wriggle's in Greece. I don't know what you do in Greece. I guess you do Greek things, like probably like Roman wrestling. You know how if you can't understand someone or read a language, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like reading Greek. What do people in Greece say for that when they like, can't read When they something? say, oh, is it, it's all Greek to me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, oh, did I screw up that analogy? <laughs> it's Greek to me is what they say. Maverick, stop. My dog's eating. All of a sudden decided to eat his food. So what do people in Greece say? That was my point. What do people in Greece say? Yeah. They don't say anything. They probably just speak Greek, and they don't. They, I, I, they probably don't everything. even understand each other. They're like, "Oh, this is American to me." Cause <laughs> yeah. So dumb, and none of our language makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like the food isn't good. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't ever been to Greece. I've always wanted to go. Actually, looking at their pictures, mm-hmm. Chandler and Bennett's. Yeah. I was like, man, we really should probably go to Greece. Then. <laughs> I looked into it <laughs> for our Christmas trip. I looked into it. It was just harder to get there. I looked at going to Athens. You oh. know, George Bulldog, I'm like, let's go to Athens. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. And then we get there. I thought we were going to a football hey, wait game. wait a second. I don't see. I don't see the stadium here. Uh, how are you, Gary? How are things going with you? I'm well. I'm tired, but, yeah. but I'm good. Um, <laughs> Gary had to fight through five hours of traffic to get here. Yeah, more more the baby not letting us sleep, but, uh, but oh, it's yeah. all good. How yeah. old is your baby now? Uh, 41 days or something like that. 41 wow. days? Six oh, weeks. You count days, so... Yeah, Alvin Kamara days. He <laughs> was born on the 31st, so it's pretty easy for me to count just sort of based on oh. day one being oh, day great. one. Right. So that's why I know the number. But six weeks, actually. He was born on Wednesday, and we're recording this on a Wednesday. So six wow. weeks. Wow. That's amazing. That's dude. so amazing. Yeah. So cool. Super. You know, we have another, uh, I guess we have an announcement, right, Christopher? What? Well, you have an announcement. <laughs> oh, I do? Oh. Wait, am I in on this? <laughs> you don't want to be part of our announcement? Well, this is your show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Chris Brockman and I are having a baby, too. 
Yep. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we are? Yeah, surprise. Oh, it's my yours. God. Yeah. I know. I wanted it to be black and a good athlete, but it's yours. <laughs> Damn. It's going to be white and mediocre. <laughs> I know. It's just going to talk about the time it scored for its whole life. Like everyone else. <laughs> Yeah, we found out we were having a baby boy. It's going to be born in February, late February. Ish. I still uh, think it's going to be early March, but. Well, you know, I, I will say that I thought that the doctor was completely wrong on a bunch of stuff. He called. <laughs> because of your extensive medical <laughs> background? Is, which is, I assume, where your assumption that yes. the due date is wrong comes from. I but, watched four seasons of ER. Oh, exactly. I was convinced. <laughs> the doctor told me when my wife went into labor within 20 minutes when the baby would be born, and it was 31 hours later. He told me that day, when we checked in at 4 p.m., it'll be tomorrow around midnight. It was 1231. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I stayed up the whole first night because I was like, that's bullshit. Kid's coming sooner. Like, he's an idiot. He knows nothing. <laughs> By the time that kid came, I could not see. I was delirious because I had been up for 40 hours oh my or something. Gosh, that's I mean, insane. he literally does this every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And you're this like, this guy job. doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Oh, he's he's a he's 64. He's about to retire. He's been yeah. doing this for 45 years. And yeah. I was like, this guy's not. Holy cow, about. that's like, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. So listen to your doctors. Okay. I, I have yeah. a whole so newfound respect. It's coming into February. Well, we were supposed to be due like February 28th or something. Eighth, like a leap year. Yeah. Baby. Yeah, so we're really worried about it being a leap year baby oh, yeah, on the 29th. Yeah, which will be good because then we'll remember when it's birthday comes because it'll be at the time of the Olympics every year. Well, it also be super exciting and save us tons of money on presents. <laughs> One birthday party every four years. Sure, sure, sure. Or a bigger birthday party every four years. That's where it'll get us. Yeah, but our baby's um bigger than anticipated, so they moved it up. Alpha male, Chris Brockman. <laughs> yes. It's all penis. It weighs, it's all yes. penis. Yeah. It's five ounces of penis. Yes, right that's now. what our, our doctor said when he told us. He's like, here's one leg, here's an other leg, and then right here. And we're like waiting. We're like, what's he going to say? Oh my right gosh, what is he going to say? <laughs> he's like, there's a third leg. And then Chris just throws his hands up and high fives me again. Yeah. Because that's how when I told him I was pregnant, he high fived me. And I'm like, I'm always going to remember that you high fived me when I showed you my pregnancy yeah, test. Yeah. It was really weird when I busted out a boom box and started <laughs> running up and down the office, high fiving all the nurses. They looked at me funny. What's this guy excited about? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then, of course, the doctor goes, uh, right here is a third leg. And it's huge. <laughs> and Chris goes, it's not mine. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I sent that video to my mom immediately, yeah. Yeah, of my family, and she was like, you need to edit that out. Everyone's <laughs> going to see that. Everyone like, is yes, mom. not going to see that. I no mean, maybe, cares. yeah. <laughs> Obviously a joke. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we're comedian. We're comedian people. Yeah, so yeah. we I have think... similar senses of humor, which is why this all works in the first place. Yeah, but it's also going to be after the Super Bowl, which is good. It's like at the yeah. end of uh, football season, so it won't get in the way of any nope. kind of big events. No, it really you know? doesn't get in the way at all. I just can't yeah. fly to the Super Bowl like I wanted to. Yeah, darn, I'm going to have fun in Miami by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, one all solo baby moon by himself. That's, <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Because nothing bad ever happens in Miami, so I will be on my best Yeah, you're taking your talents to South Beach, that's for sure. (laughs) Great. Get it all out of my system. Go right ahead. I will commend you guys for doing it correctly. Uh, My wife was 
the end of her pregnancy was in the summer months. And oh. The way you're doing it's better. <laughs> well, yeah, well, well, we yeah, did have a plan. Like, yeah, like we had a plan going into this. <laughs> we oh. had a plan. We were trying. It's not like we weren't trying. So this is not like a surprise. Like, not like, right. oh, God, what do we, you know, like we were about to start IVF treatments. And then. Right. Uh, it's not like I just met her at Bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, true. We've done three podcasts together. We're close. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was a huge, but it was like, oh, wow, we didn't, and the, the baby will be nine months uh, different than my sister. It'll be nine months uh, so younger awesome. than my sister's baby. I mean, it's right. like, it's kind of crazy the way it all worked out. Actually, more importantly for me, it's uh, anniversary, your birthday, baby <laughs> birthday, all within like two weeks. And Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, our anniversary my birthday, Valentine's Day, and the baby's birthday will be the same month. Boom, winner. One gift, and for, Martin Luther one King gift Day. for everybody. That is very smart of you, man. Yeah, one gift for everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he planned that. The king of non not planned. I had to convince him to find out the sex of the baby. He wanted it to be a surprise. Well, in fairness to me, she started crying, so I really had no choice. <laughs> that was the day before. It wasn't, a, it wasn't in the doctor's office. How can I plan? I don't want want everything to be green. I just want to know what the nursery is. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the baby gets your last name. I get everything else. That's how I feel. I'll take that (laughs) bet. Yeah. That seems like an even trade. (laughs) It's not a bad trade. I don't think so. Uh, Speaking of trades, do you want to talk about uh, football and fantasy and all the stuff that you have? Going, did you win your fantasy? You won your fantasy I did. Game. I won my fantasy league. I got lucky, actually, because the guy I was playing had three of his starters score zero points. Really? Who? Wow. Uh, he just had two receivers throw up goose eggs, and then he had a defense that put up zero. Ouch. And so I got super lucky there. He did have Tom Brady, so you know he scored a lot of points there, but he also had like John Ross, who had a couple of touchdowns for Cincinnati on his bench. He had another big guy on his bench. but My team scored so many. I scored like almost 140 points and lost. Oh. Because <laughs> the, 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 the ladies scored the highest of, in our whole league. Right, so you just happened and to play mom, the team that, yeah, that scored the most. That went crazy. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. I would have beaten half of the rest of the league. I mean, I'm, I guess all of the rest of the league. I don't know if anybody else scored that much, but – yeah, so anyway, I'm 0-1 in both of my leagues. Yeah, so. that's a bummer. Yeah, such a bummer. Yeah, so I'm 1-0, and then the uh, – so I only do one fantasy league now. I cut out all the other leagues just because, as you know, a lot of my energy is now focused on gambling and trying to uh, <laughs> yeah. extracurricularly win some money here. But then I do a league with Rich. We're in the Alice in Chains yeah. uh, fantasy league, which is for charity, which has a lot of rockers in it. Jeff Garland, The Miz from WWE. Oh, big rocker Jeff Garland. Among others. <laughs> Yes, that's true. The way you said that. I, oh, sorry. I should have explained. Big rockers, Jeff Garland, The Miz. You're right, right. right. Sorry. Scott, <laughs> Ian, worst. Scott Ian from Anthrax, of course. Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains. Right. Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. Those are the rockers yes. that I was talking about. Yes. And then it's like Rich and then, Eisen. And then Rich, yeah. Rich, Jeff not Garland. a rocker. Jeff Garland, not a rocker. The Miz, who thinks he, he's from Cleveland, who rocks. Right. But um, we got smoked by Garland in the first round. We took Patrick Mahomes super early early so he did well but everyone mm-hmm. else kind of yeah crapped out on us but as i like to say like week one don't overreact mm-hmm. don't make a bunch of crazy trades or drop a bunch of guys who sucked like it's a very small sample give it a month yeah well you and i picked up uh darren waller on yeah. our leagues at the end yeah. uh as soon as antonio brown got traded we were like who do we take on the patriots i mean on the oakland raiders now right that brown is gone because then you're like well 
Somebody's got to catch. Somebody's got to be catching this ball. And I know car is going to be airing it out. You didn't really believe me that that car was going to have. You weren't. I didn't. Really, you were yeah, up and down really about whether. And I was a complete believer in him. I like Derek Carr. He's just had two bad years in a row now after yeah. a really good 2016 campaign. And so, yeah. you know, it, it's tough when the team on hard knocks is. You kind of fall in love with some yeah, of these guys because sure. you're mm-hmm. watching this show every week and you're like, oh, hey, you know, he's not bad. Maybe I should take a chance on him. And this year there weren't a lot of those stories, but Darren Waller was this kid mm-hmm. who's fighting back from substance abuse issues. Mm-hmm. He's clean and sober now. Uh, only caught a couple of passes in the last few years. Was on the Ravens. The story goes is that Gruden saw him in warm-ups and said, I want this guy on the team. Went out mm-hmm. and got him. And uh, he led the Raiders in targets on Monday night, and I think he's, as long as he stays healthy, he's primed to have a big year. So if he is available, tight end Darren Waller, go out and get him. I I fell in love with that guy when the Madden people showed up and were asking him what he thought his rating should be. Remember that moment? And he was like, well, I don't know, what is it? And they told him, and he was like, yeah, I'm fine with that. (laughs) Yeah. You haven't haven't seen me catch passes. Like, how how can I expect it to be better? I was like, dude, that's the guy right there. I just like that mindset. And then they asked some of the other players, who should we be looking at to rate higher? And they were like, Darren Waller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the other players kind of knew, and you kind of saw he's got a good relationship going on with I wrote it in my notes after that episode. I was like, all right, I'm going to keep an eye out for this guy. And then I ended up drafting him, and I think I only have him in one league. I don't know if I have him in both, but. Yeah, he did great. Yeah, and talk about one of the surprises of week one, just the Oakland Raiders in general. I mean, yeah. I think after the whole Antonio Brown fiasco that we've been witnessing <laughs> in the last month and a half or so, it took a really weird, sad turn yesterday. That was one of my wrong picks in the Pick'em League, but I, I kind of have to point out at some point here that both Sarah and Rob are somehow behind me. Yeah. Oh, Gary. I, I did not do well. I'm I'm <laughs> well surprised. Done. I'm confused. I went All right. this at the I went and looked before Monday night football and I was like, well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose at least one of these games and I'm just gonna be embarrassed completely. No. Miraculous. How many games did you get right? I'm one I'm tied for fifth or sixth. Oh good. So I'm, yeah, like I'm eleven. One point above you guys, yeah. Like so 11. you have twelve. Yeah, I got right? ten. I got ten right. So and he I has eleven. 11. Oh, he has 11. Yeah. And the leader has thirteen, right? We're on the, the same, leader one with thirteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thirteen and three. That's really good to start the year because <laughs> really that's good. impressive. Week one, who the hell knows what yeah, these nobody look knows. Like. Yeah. I know. I love my favorite thing is before that whenever we're signing up for this league, Chris Chris is like, This is gonna be the easiest money I ever made. <laughs> and I'm like, All right, you keep talking that smack, but I always just assume this I know more spread, than the You know, else. this is straight up picking. You can you can you can finagle different wins yeah. against the spread, but when it's straight up and down, you know. Here's the deal: if I win ten or eleven games every single week, you're going to see me at the top in the end. Yeah, that's everybody's goal. Win ten or eleven. <laughs> yeah, it's easy, as steady sure. as it goes. Uh-huh. That's my my nickname. Oh yeah, that's your nickname. Steady, <laughs> steady as it goes. I don't think that's your nickname. No, <laughs> it's not the one I have for you. What would you know? You don't know anything. Really. <laughs> I definitely don't know anything, but that doesn't matter in a pick'em league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got the guy who came in first this week. <laughs> yeah, it's Eric Carter, my old house sitter who now like raises goats in Mississippi. <laughs> that league, He's the one the, that won. That league, by the way, is an interesting league. I yeah. clicked on the players at some point. Yes. And I was like, wait, what did I sign up for? Why are there all these comedians? And then yes. I was like, well, duh, you were invited by Sarah Tiana. This yeah. makes sense, yes. but it was very surprising to me. I don't, I don't know why I didn't put it together. I just, I got the invite and I was like, oh, that's nice. She's oh, Nate Bargatze. Yeah. yeah. Oh, John Chris. Yeah. Oh, I don't uh, think Bert signed up. Oh, he didn't sign he was up. supposed to. Madrigal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Al and his son, Lorenzo. Yep. My godson. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a great league. Yeah, it's super fun. This is what my third year doing it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So we just, but I took it over this year before my dad's, a friend of my dad's was running it, and then that guy stopped doing it, which is great because 
He was like really slow at paying everybody. Everything had to be by check and oh like God. <laughs> Western like, Union. Yes, it was like really old school. So my dad was like, "I don't know. Do you think you could do it?" And he's like, "We're gonna need at least twenty people. Do you know that many people?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I think I know that many." Unfor- people. Unfortunately, <laughs> my favorite is when your dad texts me on Sunday morning. So who are you picking today? <laughs> he knows. It. You know, he's joking when he does that. He's I'm not to- sure. <laughs> He's definitely trying to get you to admit who you're picking so he can pick against you right, so course. that he can right, pick up a few games. Pick up a few games. Yeah, your dad is really good at that. He's won three years in a row. Yeah. So, yeah, he's very good at it. Damn, so. your dad's won overall three years running? Mm-hmm. Well, he's on a fixed income, so this is how he picks <laughs> up some extra money. <laughs> now that he's retired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like the one thing he looks forward it's to. It's like this and scratch-off tickets. Yeah, so the scratch-off tickets are a whole other story because that's how I told my parents that I was pregnant. So I gave them. Oh. We went to Chris's house in Maine, and we had these scratch-off tickets from Amazon. And It was a great idea. It was a great idea. Yeah, like, that's awesome. we, we got other scratch-off tickets to mix in with them so that people were, like, you know, not looking like, is this real? You know, they looked, right. they looked more real amongst other scratch-off tickets. Yes. So when you scratch off and you go, oh, I won something, and then you scratch off the prize, it says we're having a baby or whatever. That's awesome. And so everybody, when they scratched it off at Chris's house, they were all a little confused, and then they immediately figured it out. Well, it's because we, uh, my, my friend and my sister both had their children over, and so they were scratching theirs yes. off. It was taking and, forever. And it, it really took a long time. <laughs> we're like on pins and needles, you and know? And so when they got to the prize, they were like, we're having a baby and then they're, they're all just like i don't know what that means i don't want to have another want baby. baby we don't want one oh. and then we were like no no no, no. we, we are, are we're do, we're the ones <laughs> and then my mom just lost yeah. her mind but and then my mom and dad my mom gets done with hers way quicker than my dad you know and so then she's like we're having a baby you know like that's no we're not and then i look at me her and then I, she looks at me and i go no I'm having it. But she's like, you are? You are? And, like, starts going crazy. My dad's like, what? Huh? <laughs> What's happening? I, having met them, I can totally yes. envision both yes. of those yes. reactions. Yes. I know I, yes. I'm watching a video in my mind of yes. those two reactions. Of that's so awesome. then Amazing. my dad's like, oh, that's great. And he just keeps scratching. I'm like, you know, it's going to be the same price. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he keeps scratching. Then he starts scratching the other ticket. And on that ticket, he won $100. Now you would have thought that was the baby. And he's like, oh, my God, a hundred. This can't be real. Is this real? A hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. That's the big news, Dad. You won a hundred dollars. That's why I came home. Surprise. I drove from Lexington to Chattanooga so that you could find out that you won a hundred dollars in the scratch Like, oh, dear. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know why, how we got onto that. But eh, doesn't matter. Scratch off tickets. They're very fun. That's a yeah. very inventive way of announcing it. <laughs> well, Frankly, I was just looking up different ways, and I found it. We didn't even – we did the – ours timed out so that we could give everyone a thing as a Christmas gift. So oh, that's everyone nice. got a little picture of the sonogram, but then the sex we revealed, my wife actually revealed it to me on a balloon. Oh, oh so you did the ba- the baby announcement that way? For the, for the family, yeah. For, okay. Because we were – you know, you guys waited – a while to kind of tell everyone why. I, I presume you told mm-hmm. your family beforehand. Yeah. So, so yeah, right, so did right. we. So we were at like 12 weeks or something mm-hmm. like that, and we told our family, and then we waited. that's what we did, yeah. yeah. We waited a little longer to kind of go wide. Yeah, so we had our uh, appointment yesterday, and then once everything was okay, and then we found out the sex, I was like, 
I just want to tell everybody everything so that there's like less questions yeah. or less like. I will say I do feel a little relieved now. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, I'm really good at. I mean, I could have kept this to myself until it popped yes. out. Yeah, for sure. But, and I am not good at keeping a secret at all. Right, and so I knew you were probably going to eventually cave and <laughs> and just like announce it on stage one night. And I'm just like in the audience, being like, "No, we didn't talk about this." <laughs> but uh, I do feel a little bit kind of like the weight's off. Yeah, a little bit. It's great. It's exciting, and then like it kind of gets you more prepared for it. Like I feel like the more we talk about it, the more other people talk about it, then the realer it seems. And then like it won't be so jarring when it arrives. It'll just be like, "Well, we've been anticipating this for a while. It's finally right. here." Right. That, that was my experience. I. I know what you're talking about, about being relieved by the stress. I can keep a secret forever too, but I experienced a similar thing where one of my friends had a baby very shortly before me and I got told in confidence that he was pregnant while I was keeping my own secret, which just <sighs> compounded it because right. it was a very close friend, like our closest friend who told me like, he's having a baby, man. He waits till he tells you, but like, I, I know. And I was like, <sighs> I so wanted to tell oh somebody my, my thing. So right. I had to sit on it too. But yeah, once you, once you can finally go wide, it makes it a lot easier to keep things straight as to your behavior yeah. versus things that come out yeah. of your mouth. Yeah, I was like, having a conversation with a really close friend of mine from school. We were going to play golf, and we were just kind of talking about life and how everything was going. And I was like, oh, yeah, we, you know, we've been trying, but mm-hmm. we already knew that it was mm-hmm. already happening. And so I felt kind of bad, like, <laughs> lying to him in a way. You yeah. have, Even you though have I had the best intentions in mind, it just it just felt a little strange doing it at the time. Yeah. And so when I finally told him, I was like, hey, look, man, I've got to apologize. <laughs> right. I, I did lie to you like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. he, he understood. Of course, people was... understand when it's that kind of like, because you're like, we're only doing this for the safe, for safety reasons. Right. Because if anything were to happen, it would be much more traumatic to have to tell everybody, the, you know, something happened, you know. So right. it's better to just wait and like, and it was kind of nice just me and you having this like little secret for it was. ourselves for yeah, a while. I love that. Yeah. I love secrets. <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> Make sure we get that written down, <laughs> what day this was, that Chris likes cigarettes. <laughs> That's not good. What do you mean? It's not good. Oh, <laughs> we'll just edit that out. <laughs> you don't like cigarettes. Um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, this isn't a secret. What do you, how do you feel about Antonio Brown going to the... You're a Patriots fan, so... Yeah, I am. Look, you know, watching this whole thing unfold with the Raiders, you just you kind of thought something was wrong with Did, him. He was just yes. behaving we in such a strange and bizarre way. Yeah. You know, people have said it... Uh, you know, online in the media, I still think he's got some leftover post-concussion thing going mm-hmm. on from when Vontaze Perfect hit him uh, a few years ago. It's funny they were teammates for a second. Yeah. And, you know, Perfect was one of the guys holding him back reportedly mm-hmm. when he was yelling at Mike Mayock. And then, you know, when he ended up getting released by the Raiders on Saturday, I tweeted out right away, like, please don't go to the Patriots. Yes. Like, 
It's just, you know, that type of off-the-field distraction, you don't really need that. And a team like the Patriots, they're built to win already. They were already Mm -hmm. a Super Bowl favorite. They don't need Antonio Brown to win. You know, it's just like already having chocolate sauce on your ice cream. You're like, you know what? I want a little more chocolate sauce and maybe some sprinkles. Like, you don't really need that. You're making me really hungry for chocolate. Sorry about that. We can walk (laughs) down the street in a minute. Like, you didn't really need him. But then the idea that, that he was going to sign with them. It just felt inevitable. Everyone was making the jokes on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, less than an hour after he was released and was able to sign with a team, there he goes. You know, and so it's like, like I said, that when it happened, what am I going to root for it not to succeed now? Like, you know, I didn't think they needed him to win a Super Bowl. I still don't. And now that he's there, great, cool. Let's have the greatest offense ever now. You know, we got a guy who was troubled in the past and, Randy Moss ended up having 23 touchdowns in 2007 mm-hmm. and they went undefeated and they were, you know, a holding call away from winning a Super Bowl mm-hmm. that year. So, um, you know, in light of all the, you know, sexual assault allegations that came to light on Tuesday, you know, it's a civil trial. You know, I'll wait and just see what happens there. It's it's unfortunate. Um, if he ends up playing on the field strictly from a football standpoint, of course, he's going to help them win games and they're going to do yeah. really well and score a lot of points and it's going to be really exciting for that 60 minutes while the game's going on. I feel like it's also just kind of, I, for me, it felt like a situation that was like, keep your enemies close, like your friends close and your enemies closer. Right. Or it was just like, well, we already know we have a Super Bowl contender. T- like every year the Patriots wake up and yeah. they're Super Bowl contenders. But like, is it just that much easier to go to the Super Bowl if you don't have to play against Antonio Brown? You know? <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, if he's on your team, whether he helps you or not, he's enough of a distraction on the field to where your other receivers are going to be open. Right. So even if he's running the wrong route... Which he, he does sometimes. Which he does a lot. Uh, I would say, like, people are still going to be covering him. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's probably going to be double covered, and that just opens up another receiver to be wide open. Yeah, he so. occupies a lot of attention and mind space in the... For me, uh, when he announced that, you know, he was the Raiders announced that they were letting him go and Julio Jones contract was not finished yet. And I was like, oh, my God, please do not let this interfere in whatever Julio is doing. You know, like I I don't know if it made Julio sign faster. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if uh, if it made the Falcons work everything out a little bit better quicker. But like I was just so glad he didn't come to us. And I don't, I don't, I don't have high hopes for the Falcons this year. I've said that repeatedly. I, w- I didn't really feel that in the off season. I never, I didn't feel like there was this, like, um, spark. Yeah, you were oddly down on them the I'm whole. I'm not down on them. They're just not excited about them like I was the like two, three years ago for sure. The year that we went to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, and I think that just comes from like playoff loss after playoff loss and right. the Super Bowl loss. Like we were just like, we haven't made any. Uh, sexy transactions you know we do a lot of linemen we do a lot of you know renewals and like we're keeping the same team and i'm like we have we need a lot more than right. this team you know what i mean like we get rid of tevin coleman we need a better running back than tevin if we're going to get rid of tevin coleman who's amazing he's doing great on san francisco like we need another tevin coleman on our team and i just right. feel like i just feel like dan quinn is not developing these players and we looked so undisciplined in the first game. There were so many penalties. It was so, it was infuriating. And yeah, I'm it was like, twenty eight nothing. If this is a defensive minded coach, then our defense should not be getting penalties like that. I mean, it was obnoxious, embarrassing. Yeah. yeah so, what do you think is the the ceiling for you guys this year? 
You know, the only team in your division oh. with a win right now is the Saints, so it's not like you're that far behind. No. I mean, I think we can definitely beat the Bucks, and I think we can. But I think it's going to be tough against the Panthers. I don't see us beating the Saints. I mean, we'll be lucky. I think we'll be lucky if we have eight wins this year. Eight and eight? Think yeah. Just straight 500, no playoffs. Yeah, no playoffs. Like, I don't really see us doing anything. I think, and I think it's Dan Quinn's last year. You do? Yeah. We watched the games all day Sunday. What kind of stood out to you as we were flipping around and watching Red Zone just, like who? just across the league? Did anything well, cool? obviously, I think the Vikings look better than uh, we all thought. I think the Redskins look better than we thought. Uh, I think the Fort, the Raiders for sure look better than we thought. I think they're still a year away, but I think they look much better. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Saints. You know what I mean? Yeah. They definitely, that was an exciting game. One was of the a very best exciting games of the game. weekend. Uh, I think the Texans are a dominant team. I think that game goes the other way if they play again. Um, I think it's just game one for the Texans. I see the Texans making the playoffs for sure. Yep. I see the – it's going to be an interesting game with the Saints and the Rams. I think we're going to really find out. But the Saints, I think Kamara looked amazing, and I think their receivers looked good, but I don't think Breeze looked like the top, the Breeze that we've always known him as. Yeah. So, and that's and all those weird plays that they do with – With what's Taysom the, Hill. Yeah, that's, those are so weird. I'm not into that either. I'm not into that. I, mean, I think if you have – you can make an argument that – Breeze is on the Mount Rushmore of all-time quarterbacks. Yeah, and so if they're bringing this guy in to learn, yeah. but if he's a receiver... But I, if you're I, having Breeze just stand out on the right side or left side and just do nothing while this guy runs a wildcat or maybe does like a jump pass or whatever, it's just... Yeah. I can't imagine if I'm Drew Breeze, I'm cool with that. Oh, you're going to take the ball out of my hands yeah. and give it to this kid and let him kind of screw around with it and you run some Drew backyard Breeze. flag football bullshit where I'm just standing... I'm Drew Breeze. It's not a Lamar Jackson situation, you know what I mean, where he's like, you know, a, an actual threat right. to like run the ball. Yeah. Taysom know? Hill didn't win the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like, like when if if Hill is in the game, we know he's getting the ball. There's a reason for him right. being in there. He's not just a distraction. Just like, you know, you know, Breeze lining up on the slot is not like <laughs> we're not we're not all worried that he's going <laughs> to yeah. go in for a pass. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. I just don't know what Sean Payton is doing other than... Yeah, it's like he's trying to just outsmart himself or trying to get too cute out there yeah. with all these weird formations and gimmick plays. I'm not just into play football. it. I mean, if I was a Saints fan, I wouldn't be into it either. Yeah, I was, I w- I was not into that. I, I'm excited to see that game on Sunday with the Rams. Yeah. Um, just to see, you know, which cream rises to the top. There's going to be a lot of animosity in that game. Um, but, you know, I don't think the Bears look good. I don't think the the Packers look good. Yeah, those two played against like Buffalo and the Jets. That that was the exact right. same game to me. Right, they're just a Spider Man meme, just kind of pointing at each other, yeah. like, "Oh, you have no offense, and your defense is good." Well, yeah. cool. We're just we're not doing anything. Yeah, the Ravens looked incredible, but yeah, they, they played. played in, I know they played against Miami. They played a minor but, league team, but I want to see them next week because yeah, they play Kyler Murray, and that's going like, to be exciting. I understand that Miami stripped their team, and they're clearly yeah, making they're it to known get to a, yeah. that they're trying to get to a, but. I mean, you can't – it's still hard to score yes. even against a bad team. Yes. Even against, like, the Browns, you right. know what I mean, like, of years. Like, they're still grown men. They're still prideful. They're still playing hard on Yeah, they're play. still playing hard. They right. still want to win. So it's not easy to throw up 58 points or however many it was. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of points. A lot of points. So, you know, do the Jets score that much against Miami? I don't think so. No. So that's why I say – I, because of the score total, I think I'm more excited about the Ravens. I didn't want to be because Rich kept talking about them, and I'm like, I don't I know. know. Yeah, I'm not into it either. I mean, 
We should talk about the Chiefs, Rob Riggle. Oh, yeah. His name's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, what did you see out of them? Did you like them? I thought, yeah, they I looked they exactly looked, the way I anticipated yeah, like, them to, but their defense year. looked exactly as bad as I anticipated yes. it to. So it's like, you know, if the Chiefs are going to make the Super Bowl, they're going to have to stop people from scoring. So, you know, it's easy to just score outscore the other team, but if that other team can score too, if you've right. got the Rams, if you've got the Patriots, exactly. like – <laughs> not a good idea. That's why if when you, you got the Ravens, you when know, you think about Antonio Brown possibly playing for the Patriots all year. You're like, wow. So these teams were probably equal when it comes to offense yeah. and being able to score. And now this other team adds yeah. Antonio Brown. Wow. That just kind of puts them over the top. You kind of saw that in Vegas. It reflected the Patriots yeah. became a big Super Bowl favorite now, whereas the Chiefs were the favorite heading into the year. Well, um, the Patriots defense always looked also looked way better than I anticipated. Yes, and I think too. that's where you're going to see the the difference, you know, like obviously both of these teams can score who can stop the other team from scoring is going to be the difference maker. So for sure, I think the Patriots have a better defense. It's pretty clear. And, you know, now they have a very good offense. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. Um, Anyone see the Chargers game? Yeah. <laughs> they tried to pull off their... Uh, Wait, their are you the lone Charger he's, fan? Yeah, yeah, he's a Charger Oh, wow. Fan. I'm the guy, but I have been since I was, you know... Your your son's age. Our baby doctor is a Chargers fan, too. My dad grew up in San Diego, so even though I was raised in L.A., I was raised a Chargers fan, and I I hate that they're in L.A., but whatever, I'm still going to be a fan. Sure. I I loved the excuse to go to San Diego. San Diego's one of my favorite places in the world. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I wanted your thoughts on that. Chargers attempting to pull off the patented come-from-a-head loss. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's kind of been the Chargers yeah, staple. They, they uh, you know, trademarked that yeah. a long time ago. You know, they're an interesting team. It seems they came in, they won 12 games last year. They came in with really high hopes this year. Then Derwin James gets injured, and the report today is that Hunter Henry oh, uh, broke a bone in his leg, and now he's going to be out for that's a while. That's his third big injury, right? He's out for the year. Which just means Antonio Gates is uh, going to be on line one soon. Yeah. that's Or, Ra- or yeah. Gronkowski. If I were if I were the Chargers, I'd be call up Gronk. Why not? You're not paying Melvin Gordon. You got the money. Can oh. they even? Did he have? Didn't he have time left on his contract? Yeah, so he's technically still on. Oh, still a Patriot if he wants to come back. Still a Patriot if he wants to come back. But I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'm down as a Chargers <laughs> yeah, fan. Yeah, of course, and, and uh, he would be down. I'm a Chargers fan and an Arizona alum. He can come to the Chargers. I'm sure Gronk's down. Anytime. He doesn't want anything to do with the cold. But I still think, yeah. look, you still got Philip Rivers. You still got. Two good backs who are yeah. proven in Eckler and Jackson, and mm-hmm. you got two great receivers in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So you're still there. You still have you still have Joey Bosa. That's what scares me. We have all the tools. Historically, you that all, doesn't. You have all the tools, but historically, that means nothing yeah. when it comes to the Chargers. But I also don't like. I don't. I, I don't. I'd be better off. I'd, I'd. I'd be happier as a Miami fan right now. No, you wouldn't. No. Stop it. I, I know, know what to expect. I, I just I don't really have confidence yeah. that this will ever play feeling. out into the second or third round of the play. I just don't see that right. happening. Like I have maybe I'm scarred, maybe I'm a battered wife, like I don't know, but it just it feels like a Miami fan it is, would have known on Saturday, last Saturday, kind of what to expect for right. the season. Whereas I had a lot of hope. Then halfway through that game I was feeling pretty depressed. And at the end, I don't know. I mean, I I guess that glimmer of hope is still there, but I, I agree. It is way worse when you know you have a good team that's not going to the Super Bowl. Right. Like, when you know your team is good and you're like, but we're not going to make this. Like, that we're doing all the – we're making these mistakes. We're obviously, like, out of sorts. We're out of sync. Of course, that is game one, you know, and not everybody's played together for four quarters yet. Sure. Uh, not even combined right. if you add up all the preseason. So, it's right. kind of like – a, a scrimmage game, like a high stakes scrimmage game, more than anything, but it is inferior. It is. That it was a team that lost their quarterback. 
arguably did not have a first string NFL quarterback. Like that does not. Yeah, Andrew Luck me. was yeah. like the second MVP betting favorite in yeah. Las Vegas, and then he just ups and retires. Yeah, I know. Crazy. I, but still, I, mean, I still can't believe that happened. Yeah, for yes, for Jacoby Brissett to come in and just like and throw props it to him. For yeah, doing well. But as a Charger fan, my dad texted me after the game, happy with the result. <sighs> And I was a little <laughs> less optimistic. Yeah, I replied something about them not having an, an NFL quarterback. Yeah, you guys are at Detroit this week, right? That's, uh, that's, yeah. that's a tough oh, game, too. Be, still a tough game. It's going to be very tough. I had I had Matt Stafford on my bench last week for oh. a mistake oh. at 44 points. but <sighs> Yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't have seen that. Coming. I had Roethlisberger starting, so I think he scored me three so points. I. He was yeah, I put in Garoppolo over him, which was a mistake. Whatever. I know. I should have known better. It's week hard. one. It's week one. Yep. It's week one. Oh, yeah, there's no panic. Don't there's panic. no panic. Um, any other big... Uh, wait. Atlanta Bra- I'm just reading this now. Jeff Francoeur, who now plays on the Padres AAA team, was fooled over the course of a month by his entire team to believe that a teammate, Jorge Reyes, was deaf, and he was he is not. Yeah, it doesn't play wait, super... what? It doesn't play super well, but I'll put it on the Riggles Picks <laughs> Facebook page, facebook.com slash Riggles Picks Podcast. There's like a, a seven-minute documentary-style video that was produced by all of his teammates. Oh, my gosh, Where he amazing. came onto the team, and they convinced one of the guys to play deaf, and then at the very end of the video, as the credits roll, you watch him watching the first five and a half minutes of the video that you just watched, it's pretty goddamn funny. Oh my god! That, I didn't amazing. even know Jeff was playing in AAA yeah, because he's, he's been doing announcing for the Braves all year. So I didn't realize he was even still playing baseball. It, it's possible that this video is a little old, and I just found it when I was doing oh, research. Oh yeah, for the might show. be a little. That's, old. that's, that's totally amazing. possible. I think I definitely remember a story like that. That's but yeah, so funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll put it on the on the Riggles Fix Facebook page. Hey, yeah, that's good. Good old Turd Award nominee just from the past. <laughs> um, this one uh, was also. Kind of sad, but I was reading it today that uh, this pastor, this is for a turd award nominee, Christopher. Got it. A pastor dies after 30 days of fasting to beat Jesus' record. So was there a record? But then apparently... um, It was, I think, in reference to the 40 days and 40 nights thing. Okay. But Gary read the title and thought it said farting instead of fasting. (laughs) Like you, the pastor oh, so died. You thought I thought I had the story died. of a all stories. Thirty dies after died farting. after farting for thirty straight days. <laughs> you know, you you guys are about to understand what sleep deprivation really is, and I was reading too fast. Oh my gosh, oh, that's funny. I was very disappointed really when, I, when so I finally luckily, got to the story. Luckily, he just died because because he didn't eat. He didn't eat. Not because he ate the wrong. <laughs> Mexican. Oh my gosh! Is there another one that you liked, Gary? Yeah, that I, you read correctly? I did actually. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite turd word stories, uh, comes from our Facebook page. Uh, Eric Dutzman said, "Here's a good uh, local turd word for you." Um, the old saying, "Never trust a fart," took on new meaning for a person hiding from police in Liberty, Missouri, over the weekend. Officers were searching for a person wanted for possession of a controlled substance when something unexpectedly happened. The Clay County Sheriff's Office wrote in a Twitter post that the person farted so loud that it led <laughs> officers right to him. <laughs> <laughs> the person was eventually arrested, but the sheriff's officer commended, or the sheriff's office commended the officers for using their senses to sniff him out. <laughs> what did the guy do? Apparently it was a drug charge of some kind, and, and he was some drug in the farts. Apparently, are oh really goodness. rancid. Jeez. That's our second turd award nominee involving <laughs> farting in police. I believe that is. Yeah, phenomenal. for sure. I'm about. I'm all about farting and and the cops. Oh, I thought you were going to say farting in public. No, I'm not you. I think one of our one of our overall 
either winners or top finalists from last year, Chris, was about a gentleman who farted so horribly that the officer was forced to end the interrogation. Yeah, <laughs> kept doing it. They kept they'd ask him for his name, and he'd just go. Oh, so he was doing it on purpose. Yeah. Correct. And in then an they asked him for his address, room. and he's like, "Great strategy." Yep. And then the, finally, the cop gave up. <laughs> so he didn't get off. Did he no charges pressed no charges or anything? Pressed. That is just unbelievable. I mean, if you have a talent like that, kudos you know, to that guy. Can we get him on America's it. Got Talent? I'm sure Simon. Cal would be all over that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. Here's another one that I, I liked. I, um, you know, Boston, talking about the Patriots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One devoted fan of Boston Market will win a literal ton of their favorite side. Oh. The uh, So 2,000 pounds of, like, coleslaw? Correct. correct. The first person to score 10,000 points in uh, Boston Market's new rotisserie rewards program, which awards points to big spenders, will get... Uh, <laughs> To big spenders. You get 2,000 pounds of either sweet corn, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, or mac and cheese. What would you choose out of that? Oh, man, that's tough. I guess I'd probably go mashed potatoes because mac and cheese sounds great right, but for a year, yes. but you're like, I don't know. It's harder. Right. It's a lot more. At least there's like some kind of nutritional value. In the potato. In the potato, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least there's like iron. Pot- yeah. you know, I've like- seen The Martian. Matt Damon lived for like three years on <laughs> Yeah. <potatoes>. yeah. <laughs> what would you go for? I, w- I would think I would do the potatoes also. Like I said, the mac, like you said, the mac and cheese sounds great sounds in great. theory. Yeah. But again, going back to the farting, <laughs> the, the cheese. I wouldn't let pasta, you accept uh, 2,000 pounds of mac and cheese. Would that would not be well. allowed in this house. We still have two pounds of mac and cheese in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, for when your friends were here. Uh, yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah, that. Mm-mm. But who's going to spend 10,000? Oh, my God. That's what I mean. 10,000? For big spenders? At Boston at, Market? You ever been to one of those? Yeah. That's the, how do you even? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know what it, one point equals. You know, even even if it's a dollar. Yeah. Even if it's a dollar, that's really hard to spend $10,000 at Boston Market. Unless you're throwing an office party every day. <laughs> and you really like rotisserie chicken. Yeah. That's a lot of chicken. You know what I mean? Chicken is good. I know, but not every day. Not that much. Not every day. That's way too much. Yeah. Remember last year when they had that Costco-sized mac and cheese that came in a tub and it didn't expire? How is that possible? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how I think about, like, that mac. When I think of mac and cheese, I think of that. Just like this, like, brick stuck in your gut. Did you? I'm sorry if you guys already covered this on the Eisen Show, but did you uh, have any thoughts on OBJ and his watch? I week one. I love it. Actually. I, I do too. I but what do you think will happen going forward? Why do you need a watch? You have what time is it? I know. Are you getting your steps. That's in? what You're everyone just clocking says. Right? Your steps. But here's the deal. It's a it's a luxury brand, right? So Bubba Watson and and Rafael Nadal they wear these watches while they play as well. Yeah. And so. You know, they probably came to they him don't and play was like football. Popular in the music community too. A lot of prominent rappers. I understand. Yeah, Jay Z's always yep. spotted wearing these always things. Also, like uh, Saudi princes all have these. That's sure, so it's just a flex move. I mean, yeah, it's a total flex move. Wear it probably... to the game. Wear it home from the game. Why do you wear it right. in the game? What I don't understand is, and I said this on Twitter too. How is that more dangerous than these guys wearing these gigantic chains, chains yeah. while they're playing? It's like a choking hazard. Yes, yeah. you could get you, someone could get their hand caught on that, or a, a dreadlock, or something, mm-hmm. and suddenly you're getting hair ripped out. Maybe you're getting a, a, an abrasion on your neck or something. And then this chain—you've seen it in Major League Baseball. These chains explode, and then the guy is like frantically trying to pick yeah. up all the diamonds. Gold. Yeah, I, I'm look. I think that they're going to talk to him, the NFL, and they're going to say, hey, look, <laughs> just don't wear the watch, man. Yeah. Just don't wear the why watch. Why do you got to wear the watch? I why, mean, why do you got to wear the watch? I understand. He's not going to get fined, but if he does it again, I bet he starts getting fined. And I think that he won't pay a red cent 
because Richard Mill is going to pay for all this. This is the most advertising Richard Mill has ever gotten. Who is that the guy that makes that's the, the watch? That's the, guy, that's the name of the watch oh. brand. <laughs> See, I didn't even know the name of the yeah, watch. Yeah, so these are six-figure watches. This watch was two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars. You know, it just also like. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's like, I don't even care if this watch gets broken because whatever, I got this money or whatever. But it's right. like, well, then maybe catch the ball so we could see the watch in action. Oh. That'd be great. Uh, snap. <laughs> snap. Snap. All right, let me, uh, let's just take a listener question or two and then we'll get out of here. Um, well, this guy was going to ask Rob if he regrets not picking AB and then immediately retracted his question. <laughs> That was a fun turn of events on our Facebook page last night. That's really funny. The, the gentleman asked that question. I put it on there, and oh. I went back an hour later. Hey, Dan Quintero wants to know, can Rob stop calling in and just show up to work already? He isn't Gary. The man has to show up to work once a week. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right, Dan. Thank you very much. Um, we definitely need Rob to call in. Unfortunately, you know, he's off taping a uh, a TV show that's taking him out of the country. He does want to be here. And everything will be back to normal in a couple. We'll like be back week next or two. week. Next week, yeah. yeah. So are, I already have next episode scheduled. He'll be here. <sighs> okay. Oh, good. All right. And he hopefully, will be here. you will be too. Apparently, you haven't heard about this. I didn't know. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be. <laughs> There's one more here that I like. Uh, it was intended for Rob, but he's not here, so I feel like the three of us can have fun with it. Uh, what's your? F- it was addressed to Rob, but the question is, what is your favorite Rob Riggle comedic role that he has acted in? This person's favorite was the internship, which I. We'll say I haven't seen, so I don't know that oh, one. The internship, the one with Divine, th- where they're at the go- and or no, no, that's, that's the, the one with Vince Vaughn. That's, uh, Vince Vaughn, Vaughn and um, oh, and uh, you're right, it's Vince Vaughn and um, the nose. Noah Wilson. Speaking of, uh, this Owen Sunday Wilson. is the Comedy Central roast of Alec Baldwin, which I wrote on, and uh, De Niro is on it, and he crushes it. That's what I heard. Yeah, he did two of my jokes. I had no idea. Very yeah. exciting. Awesome. Very funny. Yes, I'll tell you which ones they were next week after you watch. Great. Um, which role is my favorite Rob Riggle role? Well, it's not father or husband. So, <laughs> Friend, co-worker. <laughs> yeah, definitely not friend. Podcaster. Definitely not podcaster. No, ones that he puts a lot of effort into. Um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard. Like, I guess I would say, like, the Hangover, because that was always really fun. Yeah, that one. Step Brothers that. is great in too. He's like Step Brothers is amazing. He's like one of the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Guys. Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, that's the pal. So funny. Yeah, pal. Yeah. So you guys took two of my three, so my third one would be Twenty Two Jump Street in the sequel oh. where he's in jail. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. That's he's right. Going off about how he's the other guy's bitch. It's uh yeah. See, the other guys was also my favorite. The other guys that's where cool. he, oh, yeah. he, you he, love he that convinces movie. Will Ferrell to do the pop off. You know, wait, shoot his gun up in the office. Rob won't listen to this, right? He's a little thick in that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's thick in the hangover, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rob yeah. is aging gracefully. He I can't talk like... about thick right now. Oh, <laughs> Myself. you have <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You uh, look great. Oh. <laughs> you never tell me that in private. You're going to tell me that on a podcast. Well, it's so everyone. Nice. everyone hears this. <laughs> So you're going to get credit yeah, for so it? I'm getting some points. You're not getting any points. You can tweet me at Chris Brockman and tell me what a great <laughs> partner I am. Last time you were on here, you said any girl that has a dog is a loser. Uh, well, or lonely. S- well, <laughs> single Gary, back me up here. Single Gary? He's no, not single. He did. You no, know, his his clarification was single chicks with dogs. Single girls who live in small apartments with <laughs> these dogs because they're lonely. Oh, we got to get out of here. Okay. My dog keeps farting and it is like Speaking of. unbearable. Maverick. Maverick. Stop it.
No, I mean, I didn't even feed him anything. Well, he ate that huge tub of food today. Yeah, but it, what? it's just like his normal food. Well, normal food makes people gassy. <laughs> Gosh. All right, let's you get know. out of here. Let's clear the house. <laughs> they, I'm, uh, this has been Riggles Picks. I'm Sarah Tiana. And that's Chris Brockman. Thank you, Thank for you Gary. Me. Thanks, Thank guys. You, Gary. Fear, 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 fear,